0: Hi, guys, I'm NYCFC Source. What's up, I'm Joe. What's good, I'm Santi. Hi, I'm Mark, and we are the Source Pod.
1: Yeah, so, like, just a, a brief rundown of what's going to be on the Source Pod. Like, we just want to talk about game reviews, previews, and mm. upcoming, like, previous games. We just want to talk about any news about the club, any, like, interesting developments that's NYCFC related. Anything from signings to stadium updates, it's all here on the Source Pod.
2: The social code will be uploaded once a week, and you can find us here on Spotify. Just like what Joe said, expect long conversations about the best team in New York, NYCFC. If you have any questions on, like, anything, like, NYC-related, you can just DM NYCF Source on Instagram or Twitter and follow
3: any of our, like, social media platforms.
2: Link and bio. All
3: right, so in episode one, of course, that's what this is. We will be making our predictions for the upcoming season. This will consist of stuff from top goal scorer, top assistor. You know, anything like most improved, defensive player of the year, MVP, where we'll finish, stuff like that. Anything like that.
1: All right. So let's just start off. Uh, who we think are going to be the top
0: goal
3: scorers of twenty twenty three season? In my opinion, um, I'd have to say Magno because we're going to be trying him at nine. So anything could happen. I'd say this could be anywhere from nine to, like, 16 goals. That's
2: fair, right, that's fair. Right. For me... Uh, I um I feel like for me, yeah, I have to agree with Magno, since he's probably, like, a most prolific, like, sh- like player right now. Like, since he's going to be, be playing as our nine this season, I feel like he will be able to, like, score a lot of goals and, like, be able to, like, you know, like, just score just score, like be, be like, um, the main guy, a good, yeah, main guy, right, for us.
4: Yeah, in my opinion, I think Magno at nine is either a hit or miss, um, you know, last season, um, after the summer, I think he, I think he only scored like two goals, so it depends on like, you know, how he adapts to that number nine, but, um, yeah, if it's, if it's all, if he adapts very well, I think he definitely, he could definitely have like a 12 to 15 goal season.
3: You know, Absolutely, that,
1: like, you can go first. All right, all right, yeah. Like, I was saying, like, you know, Magna has to adapt to that number nine spot because he's not really used to that. You know, with Tati leaving, he wasn't, like, a, he was playing more on the wing. But, like, I think mm-hmm. if he adapts well to that number nine, he could definitely be top goal scorer, like, hitting maybe 15 in the season. And, I, you know, it will be really looking forward to that. I'm going to say know,
2: he will, like, score, like, I'm going to say he'll score, like, between 10 and 14 goals this season. Like something, something as like I'm... someone
1: like you like go. as someone
2: who's like who's like as like someone who's like new to that number nine spot. I feel like him sco- being able to score ten or fourteen goals will like be good for him since like since he's not used to that position. It's not like what that used to be. Like he's this time he's just like he's usually like on the wing. So
3: like being able to score that many amount of goals this season, I think it will like be good for him. You know, something I'd like to add, like we saw him a few times as a nine in the previous season and towards the beginning, it didn't really work out, but he was more injured here and there. And like, he was just like starting out as a nine, but then as he like, like strung a few games together as a nine, he would start getting like goals here and there versus like big teams like Atlanta away. And like, everybody knows playing away in Atlanta is not the easiest thing with their fans. And there was a few games where he Mm -hmm. was able to like really show that he can be a nine. But then towards the end of the season he got that injury and he couldn't play versus Montreal, um versus Philadelphia. And that was the end of our season.
4: Yeah. Um and besides that, we don't really have any number nine options besides uh the new guy, uh, Gabe Siegel. Like he's just gonna be like the backup guy and you know, we really don't have to, we shouldn't really rely on him to score, you know, so many goals. You know. Unless, you know, if Ta- if Magno, you know, doesn't perform in the number nine spot, I could definitely see us, you know, maybe, you know, going in the market in the summer and going in for someone. I don't know if you guys think the same way, but.
3: You know, something I'd like to add, the window's only open until April 24th. So there's a lot of time to see if Magno can do something. And if he doesn't, the the summer is right there, like towards like the close of the window. It'll reopen pretty soon after. So we can experiment like what could go seriously bad. Besides, like, and the new playoff format, actually, we could talk about that later. The top nine teams make it from each conference. And there's only 14 in ours and 15 in the other or the other way around. So there's really no way to miss the playoffs if we're looking at it right now.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, seeing these predictions on, like, Instagram and stuff, they've been, like, you know, and from pundits thinking that, you know, we would finish like, badly considering we've lost, like, so many players and stuff. Oh, nah, yeah, you know, they they just you know they just don't see what's going on honestly. Like, Yo,
2: tell me, tell me how I saw a Charlotte fan, a Charlotte fan. He predicted that NYC will finish eighth this season. Eighth.
3: Uh, I, like, real when real I... Spot, but I've seen worse. You know, I'd like yeah. to say that the Predictions have been all over the place. If you saw the like yeah. MLS, like commentators' predictions, yeah. all those stuff to people that work at MLS, like it went from like second place to 13th place to eighth place to 10th to fifth. Like it was all over the place. Nobody knows what's going to the- happen to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. but Cushing himself has said multiple times that come Nashville, February 24th, I think we're going to be competitive, and he also said this we might have the best season. It, like we might have a good season and if anything better than previous years straight from Cushing and I mean I really hope so Cushing I hope so too coaches aren't really overly I positive really like fair. that but if a coach is talking like that after what happened this offseason I mean we have to give him a chance absolutely like seeing seeing the training
2: videos in on the website it seems like that like, he's been like training the players like really hard on like on the YouTube channel it seems like he's like been training them like really well like just like and make them adapt to like a new system with the new players and everything like that.
3: Mm-hmm. And I think from what we've seen, like the little amounts, like it just seems like the players click. Something I'd like to add, like Mitya Lenik, the new signing. He's been like, I know he hasn't been starting any preseason games, but when he comes in the second half, he's been electric. He's got an assist. He's good at crossing, attacking. And he's like been really good in training videos. I saw he's like he had a video where he was had like really good close ball control. And that really impressed me. So I'm I'm hoping he has a good season. And if we're done talking about Top's goal score, we could go to the next topic, Top's sister. Mm-hmm. And this might, yeah. this might be a con- controversial one because as we know, Santiago Rodriguez, he's not official yet. But as I reported, it's a done deal. He's still in Uruguay. They're looking to get him on a flight to New York. But who knows if he can put up the same numbers and he could... You know, the MVP caliber. For sure, for sure. I, feel, I think that like, you can go ahead. Yeah,
2: thanks. Um, I feel like Santi he will still even though he like he he will still be like a very prolific player for us. Like he's gonna be playing in that 10 role. Like he was like if Maxi were to ever leave, Santi Rodriguez would would be the one to step up. And we have seen that last season when before he left. We saw him, like, he knows how to, like, play the ball well. He's kind of, basically like a second
3: Maxi. He was very basically. fast. Like, he was much more faster than Maxi ever was. Like, he's a winger and a 10. It's, like, it's good, but it's different.
4: And with Maxi gone now, he all the responsibility of creating goals and getting assists is up to him, you know? Um, and I think he can do it. I think, he has, I think he, he's definitely, in my opinion, he's definitely going to be like, like top five players next year and probably be in that you know top five MVP list like you know in the MVP race I think he he's gonna have like the best season of his career in my opinion
1: definitely like if he play like the way he's been like the, for the past two years playing at that number 10 is gonna be like really positive for this team and I feel like having him as the main man number 10 could really help us out
3: and I actually want to go back to top goal score for one player for a quick sec. I want to bring up Gabriel Pereira, GP. Pereira. Mm-hmm. Towards the end of the, the, like, last season, after Tati left, we all know he, like, took over. His long shots were insane. Like, he was just, like, shooting, and he was scoring. Like, he came out of nowhere. Nobody knew who he was. And most of the fans didn't know who he was. But he was, like, playing amazingly. And I think if Magno doesn't, like, do as good as the staff hope then GP is right there. Yeah, that, goal, that
4: goal against New England, remember that one? Where <laughs> yeah. He just cuts inside and just uh, leaves uh, Petrovic on the floor.
3: Yeah, I was actually That's... there. The one where he drew around yeah. everybody.
4: Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, the Yo, game.
3: that was an amazing game.
4: I, think I I the, that game.
2: I think his first goal that he scored, I saw live, and it was against San Jose, where he cut, it inside, cut it inside the box. He's really good at cutting inside the box, which I, which I re- really know for him. Like he's, like he's really,
3: like he's really known for cutting inside the box and like yeah. being able to like. That's like his make this plays. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. every almost every goal we've seen him from him, it's cut in, boom, left foot shot in. It, whether mm-hmm. it's low, high, it's always like a curler with his left foot cutting in, and like. I know it's simple to say like oh it's just that, but no one's figured out how to stop it yet. And like if they keep like like using him like that, I think he
0: could be huge for us. And
3: I think if we're done there, top goal scorer, we could have Magno and maybe as like an honorable mention GP and then top assistor, we all really were talking about just Santi. And now we mm-hmm. could be yeah. the, um defensive player of the year.
2: Defensive. All right. So for me, defensive player of the year this this year, I think it will be Thiago Martins. Because last season with him and Collins, they were both like an unstoppable duo. Yes, Thiago Martins he may have messed up sometimes, but like even then he's still like a very like strong center back us. and like he's he's been like like now that um Collins is gone, him and Chano, I think I think both of them will will work together and they will like click very easily together, and because I feel like Thiago Martins is like a second collins because in that game against st louis in the preseason he scored two goals and both those goals were headers and we know how collins he always loved their header of goals so i feel like martin's like this year he'll probably be like our best defender
3: mm-hmm. something i want to bring up about that exact same situation i was going to bring that up actually when you mentioned martins for st louis mm-hmm. after the game um there was uh i think it was a post-game interview or it was just the next like presser they had, press conference, and he was talking about how he wants to be a leader and he knows Kainz is gone and he was like a huge player for the team and he was talking about how he himself can like fill that hole or like step up and he wants to, for the second year he was talking about how he wants to be a leader he like he wants to be that, like the guy he wants to be him like he and then he also said how Kainz scoring for the team was crazy important and like Kainz's goals were very like weird because the defender doesn't score that much but when Kynes did it like lifted the team up like a lot and he was talking about how scoring versus St. Louis is something he will want like fans to expect and to he'll like fans should expect to see throughout the season because he said he wants to really like be Kynes like the next Kynes he wants to be that guy for us
4: Uh, I have a feeling all of you guys are going to end up saying Thiago Martins so I'm just going to say like a bit of an underrated pick uh, our new guy Brian Curfe I think that's how you pronounce his name especially if we play in the back five I think he would be he would be one like our best defenders helping you know I think he's going to besides Santi I think he could also be up there you know putting crosses and you know being a you know one of our you know um, best defenders this year because he'll be very influential in the way you know we attack and stuff and you know he showed this a lot in argentina too before he left to la liga so i think you know he can be you know someone that we can consider a defender of the year candidate
3: I, that's I fair de- that's fair i definitely agree he might be up there like if he can take the spot off kevin o'toole or Malte, um then I think he could be up there for maybe not defensive player of the year, but maybe like newcomer of the year. But he definitely has like a high ceiling. And something I'd also like to add is we've been like keeping an eye on him for multiple years, I think since the 2018 season. And like he's someone we know like very well and really wanted. So he fits that attacking style. Like he's been on our our list for a while. So hopefully it turns out good and he's good for us.
2: I know that that Kufre, he can also, like, play on the wing. So, like, that just shows that, like, he's, like, a really good, like, attacking player.
3: Yeah, and last year we saw, like, we'd start with, like, either a four-back or five-back. But throughout the game, it would switch to a three-back with, like, Morales dropping, like, right above the two Mm -hmm. center-backs. So I think Kufre, he's going to be really big for us offensively, which is why we got him.
1: I think personally, like, the defensive player of the year um, would be Cheneau because he's, like, as of right now, he's the leader. He's the veteran of the team, right? And then with Thiago Martins, he's, like, he's got to live up to that kind of expectation. He's got to step up. And as you saw last season, you know, he was a little off with, like, touches. And he was, like, he made a few mistakes, right? And then same with Cheneau. It goes both ways. But I think Cheneau, I think this is going to be his year that, like, he's going to really step up. Like, I think he's going to, like, he has to defend and he has to also, like, command the team, you know?
3: Yeah, and for now, since we still haven't got that left center back, which is something we've been looking for all offseason, we haven't been able to get it, whether – I'm not going to list all the names, but there's been multiple names that, like, I've reported, which have all ended in, like, no deal – so I think we're going to start the season out with a four back, which last year Cushing mentioned, like, I think it was mid-August. He said he loves 4-3-3. It's something he used every, like, his whole career when he was a women's coach. And he didn't say he was going to, like, implement it here, but he kind of signaled towards that. And in offseason, we've really seen the 4-3-3 been, being used. And without that third center back, I think that's where we're going to start versus Nashville. I mean, Chanel. He's been
0: at
2: the club for a very long time, and he. And I feel like because he, since he has that leader ex like leader quality, I feel like I play like, yeah, I, I can see him being like the fan of the year, him alongside with Thiago Martins, mainly because he has like that like leader quality in the defense, due to him obviously being in the club for, like a really long time,
0: longer than Thiago Martins.
3: Yeah, I think. There's also this thing that, like, it's not really known, but, like, it's a thing. It's, like, second year DP thing, where in the second year, usually DPs do much better than how they did in the first year if, like, they didn't really show themselves. Like, mm-hmm. there's been multiple times where a good player has come in, DP, some people think he doesn't deserve it, does deserve it, whatever. They come in, they have, like, a really meh first year, which you could say Thiago Martins had. He wasn't bad, he wasn't good. He was meh. And... This is his second year and he's talking about how he wants to be a leader and improve. And, like, he wants to be that guy for us. So, you know, honestly, I see him as a a vice captain right now, to be honest, with how he's been leading. And hopefully that second year DP thing will, you know, it'll be – what's what's the word? It'll apply to him. Hopefully he has that good second year and – you know he's on a pretty big contract, so hopefully he does good with us for throughout like his whole contract.
0: Should we move on to the next topic?
3: I think we should. Yeah, next topic: most improved. All
4: right, this is, um, in my opinion, it probably has to be Thiago. Um, um, he's like I think this year he might have a place in the starting eleven, uh, especially if Santi moves into that. No, Max, um, I think that, you know, he's going to have a pretty good year. You know, we've seen a glimpse of him, you know, come off the bench and cause, you know, sparks in the team. And I just want to, you know, I just want to see him succeed. So I think that, you know, he could definitely be our breakup, you know, the most improved.
3: Yeah, I just want to clarify that he was talking about Thiago Andrade there. And something I'd like to add is last year, the start of the year, we started out crazy hot. We had that win versus Montreal, 4-1. Then we had that 6-0 win versus Friarcel Lake. And Thiago Andrade started the season like he was a starter, and he was scoring, assisting, and it was crazy. And Dyla even said, "How how can I bench someone that's doing so good?" So he kept playing, but then, like after a couple games, I don't think many even noticed that. Like Thiago just fell out of favor, and then like the rest of the year, he just like went away. He barely played, did much. And you know, at the beginning of the year, I really thought it was going to be his year, and it wasn't. So you know, maybe this is his year. There's much less like depth in attack, and he's. In preseason he's been amazing. I've constantly seen him like burn defenders with his pace.
4: I think I think the reason why he kinda, you know, like fell fell off a little bit was I think, you know, after that red card against the Red Bulls, if you guys remember in the open cup. hmm I think yeah. maybe that's caused you know, maybe that's why, you know, he started, you know, declining and stuff and we didn't really see much of him. So but hopefully this year's different.
3: Yeah, and also, we've seen Pellegrini, which last year he barely played, but throughout the offseason, Cushing has said how much he likes him, stuff, you know, da-da-da, about Pellegrini. And something we actually saw versus, I think it was a couple of games back, we saw Pellegrini, we didn't actually see him because we haven't been watching the preseason friendlies, but Cushing said how he was playing at 10. They shifted him to 10 to see how he would do. And they actually said he played really good there. And that they liked him at ten, and it's a possibility for Nashville since you know Santi isn't here yet, and with Desma, the deal is not done yet, but it's being finalized. With like, it's almost done.
0: So,
2: yeah, I seen the, the I seen the videos with um, Pellegrini, and he really did like perform. He really like dominated that number ten role, and I'm I'm gonna go with my I'm gonna go with my MVP like most improved, and I feel like most people... I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like it will be like much of a shock. But like I'm going to say Mitja
3: Ilendic. I'm new by Peck. Yeah, he's definitely been very exciting in offseason. And we'll see yeah. how he competes with Tavon Gray. He could either easily beat him for the spot. We'll see what happens. I don't want to say anything yet. But all I want to say is he's been really exciting in offseason. So, Ooh. so far we have Mitya Lianic, the new signing. And we have Thiago Andrade who hopefully has his, you know, finally has his breakout year. And I'll, you know, I'll go with, let me think about it. Hopefully, Tiago Andrade. I'm going to have to say Tiago Andrade because he really hasn't proven anything yet. He's been good here and there. But, I mean, that's not good enough for a team who's competing every year. We need him to be good. Like, he can't just rely on his pace when he's a left winger with a right foot. He needs to be able to be comfortable with both feet and multiple different scenarios, you know. But we'll see how he does because he's been using his pace a lot in preseason and it's been working. But, you know, maybe if he becomes much more of a technical player, like, then he could be even better. But I'm going to have to go with Thiago Andrade, like Mark said.
1: Yeah, um, I think those are really good, like, options. But personally... I think Barraza is going to be the most improved player of the year. Like, he Mm -hmm. has a lot to step up to. Um, Like, Sean Johnson with him leaving, he's got to step up to that number one spot. And he didn't get that much time to prove himself last year. But when he did, he really shined. Like, that game against Orlando, he did amazing. Saves, distribution, it's all there. So, I think – and personally, I thought, you know, I haven't really been the greatest fan of Sean John GK, but, like, you know, he's obviously the captain. You know, we all we all remember the the finals against Portland and his penalty saves. Mm-hmm. I don't want to discredit him. For but at I all think for as that. an all-round keeper, I think Brazza has it more. Yeah, I think. Also,
2: also, uh, also Balanza, he already proved it in the final against Atlas in the Campeones Cup. Balanza, he did, I, I saw that game live. Balanza, he was really good. Like, he made some really good saves. He kept a clean sheet against Atlas when, Obviously it was against a team that had Gnionis who's like a really good like striker and Forge who were really both good strikers in the Liga Mekis. And the and the fact that Baranza managed to keep like most shots um out from them, like basically just saving those shots. He really like proved the point um in that game. And shows to you like like he can like do it in like any type of game.
3: I think he kept the Queen Sheet in that game too, no? Yeah. He did. It was 2-0. Yeah. yeah. And then something I want to bring up about Barraza, I don't know if you guys remember, but he played, it wasn't last season, the season before where like we'd have international breaks and Johnson would get called up. And at the time, there were still MLS games going on during international break. And Barraza stepped in. And there was this one game where like, I guess they planned it because Barraza's distribution, this is actually about Barraza's distribution. That's something like key about him, which is why He's like we're going to use him a lot in the game there was uh this like specific play where it was a goal kick, and Braza signaled for Tajori Shradi to run in behind and he gave him a perfect ball Tajori Shradi, all he had to do he just tapped it over the keeper, he lobbed it, and it was a goal, and Braz had an assist in like his second or third ever yeah. game. was it was was it against Orlando I think. no it was Montreal no. oh Montreal yeah. Yeah.
1: Montreal was uh no I'm sorry, I think Orlando was from last season right. Where oh. I think he, he, he side volleyed that, I think,
2: I don't remember. I'm not sure because because I remember he did get an assist, but like it was when we were playing in Rebel Arena. Was it? So I like thought it was, um, I thought it was Montreal away. I, I remember I saw I think it was um when we when we used to play in Rebel Arena like like during the COVID season.
3: Hmm. I uh, think. I'm not actually sure.
4: No, it was, but, uh, I, I just checked. It was a Red Bull Arena, Montreal at home. Oh, well, it was, yeah. It was
3: at home. Yeah, it was. Uh, you're, you're right then, I guess. Yeah. But but the key thing here is his distribution. You know, we never really saw, like, anything crazy good from Johnson. He was just a keeper. He could kick, punt. It wasn't amazing. Sometimes they'd go out. You know, he would just kick it. Most keepers do that. But with Brazza, they literally had a plan set up for him to signal for George Roddy to make a run, and he gave him a perfect ball. Like, you don't really see that from keepers, like, but it's more of a modern day thing, which is why, you know, Braza's probably gonna get the job.
4: And the thing with backup goalkeepers is, um, they're hungry to play and they're, you know, they wanna show them that they have what it takes to be a starter. Um, you know, we've also signed Matthew Freese, who is also a backup goalkeeper to Andre Blake at Philadelphia. So, I feel like that's really good competition for him. And, you know, you know, just to, you know, fight for that number 1 spot considering they've both been, you know, number 2s in their team.
3: You know, something I'd like to add about Barraza, He reminds me of Nick Romando. They're both small and they jump like crazy. Like they're 100%. saving and diving. Like they're both similar, and, and like rem, like Baraza reminds me of Romando so much. I don't know if you guys know who he is. He's actually yeah uh, from MLS, yeah back in the day. Arsenal, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah he was like I
1: know. One of, the,
3: one of the best ever MLS keepers, I'd say.
1: Yep, mm-hmm. Nick Romando's a beast. mm mm-hmm. and he was small,
3: like I guess you could say Barraza, and like his thing was like saving, like he was jumping everywhere, and that's Barraza for me.
0: And let's, let's go to the next category. MVP? Who's MVP, MVP. for you guys? We, didn't we say that? Oh, Santi. Santi? Yep. He's going to be our best player. I, I don't think really know. You know I beach. think Santi.
3: We have a lot of good young players that are like around the same like level, but I think Santi has clearly shown that he's like a level above everybody else, but you never know.
0: Yeah, sure. i I'm
3: gonna have to go with Santi also. You know, mm-hmm. something I'd like to add. You can go first.
4: Uh, okay. Uh, I was gonna say. I th- I mentioned this earlier, but you know, um, you know, with Maxi gone, you know, he's gonna have to be responsible with you know helping, creating, creating, and assisting in our in our attacks. And I think you know he offers a lot. And that's why I said earlier that, you know, I genuinely believe that um, Santi will be an MVP candidate come end of the
3: season. You know, something I'd like to add, not for MVP, just, like, for, I guess, sleeper player, for people, like, just to, like, not sleep on. I don't know, like, sleeper, whatever. Alfredo <laughs> Morales. Like, he, Morales. he is such a good player. Like, his distribution, defensive, like, abilities, passing, like, He's so calm, too. I think he's a key player and people don't even realize how good he is. I mean, I feel like people don't,
2: like, rate him since he usually, like, tends to get injured sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably, like, he doesn't get get rated as much as he, like, deserves to be. Like, yeah, he does, like, do the job.
3: And then something I'd like to add, I don't know if it was last season or the season before. Like, At the end of the year, I was checking like stats randomly and like I was clicking on Morales and his assists were like maybe three to four to five. I'm not sure exactly. And I'm like, what? Like his like stats and like abilities in games are so like like they go so like unnoticed. And I just don't want people to like sleep on him because he's really good and key for like our game and like tempo.
0: So, we all agree, basically, that MVP is probably
3: going to be Santi? Yeah, most likely.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Most likely. So, let's move on to... Do you guys have any, like, wacky categories that you want to discuss or nah?
0: Oh, I don't you know. Finish?
2: What about flop? Hmm? Like, who do you think is, gonna, who do you think
3: is like, going to flop this season? I don't really think it's going to We haven't had any, like, big signings that could flop. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think like, it's a little early. hmm yeah. I don't I don't think Martinez is gonna flop because I don't want to say he's gonna flop because I really want to believe in him. I don't know.
4: I mean looking at all our sightings right now, the only big, big signing right now is um Serfe. Besides that, you know, everyone else, you, you really shouldn't expect much from them. You know?
3: yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, even, if, guys... like, even if even if flops, like we still have O'Toole, who's pretty good, and then Malte, who's also pretty good. So, like, I hope uh, Kufre doesn't flop, but, I mean, there's nothing really there. I, I doubt he'll like, flop. I, I feel doubt. like people forget
4: how good Malte was. Because, like, I remember at one point, like, he was, like, like one of the best left backs in the league.
1: Uh, yeah, was. Like,
4: you know, stats-wise. And mm-hmm. then, like, you know, but then uh, O'Toole took over, and, you know, that, you know... He started getting benched and I feel like, you know, he just went under the radar. But, you know, he's
3: you know, stats
4: wise at one point he was like one of the best left backs in the league.
3: Yeah, he's like very strong and like attacking minded, which is what's good about him. But you know, oddly, like in the biggest situations he gets benched. In the finals, he got benched after playing almost the whole year. Like last year he got benched for O'Toole towards the end of the season, and now he's being replaced by Kufre. So I guess the staff see something we don't. Probably. If
2: it's probably, like, an ego issue, then that's probably why. Because since he's probably, like... Because it was, like, kind of, like, unexpected for him to be benched for Kevin O'Toole If there was, like, a personal reason for, like, Malte being benched, then that probably might have been why.
3: Yeah, totally. But I don't know. So... I guess we'll finish up our categories, and let's see. We're going to finish with projected finish.
0: Uh,
2: I feel like a, a realistic finish. I feel like mo- most people like f- will like predict this in like fourth place, since realistically since be- because we lost mo- most of our key players, most likely like a realistic like finish for like NYC to finish. Wait, that sounded so
4: weird. Uh, I agree. I think fourth place is yeah. where we'll finish too. Um, I just, you know, um, last year we finished third, if I'm not mistaken. So I think, you know, um, a fourth place finish, considering everything we've been seeing, I think a fourth place finish is fine for me. It's still a home playoff spot, so.
3: Yeah, the thing I'd like to add, you know, we came third after, like, that really long streak of not being able to figure out what we can, like, change after so many injuries, and, like, it was just a really bad time. And, like, we still came third.
4: Yeah, we even thought some thought we weren't even going to make the playoffs at one point. That that was... mm -hmm.
3: Yeah, but I would say anywhere from, like, fourth to sixth. Like, sixth is already a stretch. I feel like I really want to, like, say from four to five, maybe. Like, Minimum, like people really yeah. are underestimating us.
1: A hundred percent. Like, there's so many like, you know, social media platforms are you know dissing us and they're like, yeah, putting us thirteenth place, like <laughs> an eighth, like, <laughs> like yeah. I mean, I mean, we <laughs> lost a few key players, but like, I think the way that we've been reinforcing so far, I think yeah, like a fourth or fifth place position, I'd be happy with. Um, just I'm gonna be honest, just like. You know, I'm happy with anywhere in playoffs because if it gets lower than that, then we have a big problem.
3: I mean, I mean, you say anywhere in playoffs, but everybody from nine and up makes it this year. So you want to like specify that?
1: Um, all right. Well, I guess like higher up then, because like you know, as close to um, what should I call it? As close to playing home as we can. Yeah, I think fourth to fifth is reasonable. I don't wanna go lower,
3: higher. I don't really see it because the Eastern Conference is stacked. We have Philly, we have Orlando, we have Nashville, we have Columbus crew who have a crazy attack. They have we have Atlanta now with Jakumicus and you know Almada, etcetera, et cetera. We have multiple teams with crazy like attacking power and like just overall like sheer power. Like and then we have us. So I don't wanna say, oh, we lost all these players, but we're still gonna finish, you know, second third. Like, no, that's not gonna happen. Like, I don't wanna be a downer and say, Oh, we're not even gonna make the playoffs because we are. But I'm not gonna I'm gonna be realistic and say we're finishing fourth or fifth.
4: Yeah, and keep in mind, you know, we've made the playoff every the playoffs every year besides our inaugural season, so the odds are really, you know, for us to make the playoffs, I think. And now the there's eleven now there's even there's a the couple end.
3: more spots. So there really shouldn't be a reason for us not to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Sources also predicted that like,
2: that like um like that like we have like an eleven percent chance of like winning the league and everything. So like the fact that like like, on uh, like reporters are like, like doubting us like so low. I just feel like it's kind of like crazy. Yes, we lost most of our key players, but like still we had, like, we had like the fight and courage to like. Like, possibly, like, win another, another MLS despite losing most of our key players.
3: I think people forget that we still have, let me list everybody that played in the last year's conference semis that, like, are still here. We have Tavon Gray still, Martin still, we have Chanel still. We have Malte Amundsen, who's going to be questionable for starting, but he's still here. We have Morales, we have Parks, we have Santi soon, we have GP, Tiago Andrade, Magno. Like, people realize, like don't realize that, yeah, some of these players left. But at least eight to nine players that have been with us like through these like last couple seasons are still here. Like, yeah, we lost Kynes, Maxi, whatever. But we lost Tati and Dyla and still went to the semifinals. Yeah. So well, what should we say? We finish around fourth to fifth, realistically?
0: Yeah. Yes. I think around yeah, there yeah. should be
3: fine. Um, right. So like those two. Now that we're done with predictions, let's get into the season. Bro, guys, the season's starting Saturday. Like, off season's <laughs> done. We're back, finally. Like, it's so finally. Excited. Finally. Like, for I the longest
1: two months of my life.
3: I know. Like, bro, I'm so excited. Like, it's finally kicking in and the season's back. Like, I didn't even, like, realize. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, last night, I'm like, holy. Like, it's back already. Like, Saturday. And. Yeah. yeah. So once I saw
4: the season was you know literally like oh like you know less than a week, you know I just started preparing you know and stuff. Um, we you need get I just think, you know in general this is you know I just like you know just love watching you know the league in general. So I'm very excited for this year.
3: Like this I year is big for MLS, so I'm excited too. I need a new jersey. Like, I already started I, setting up you, my
4: fantasy. So.
3: Bro, I'm in <laughs> New Jersey. Have we seen that New Jersey, bro? Actually, you know what? Before we get into the preview for the game, can we talk about mm-hmm. the jersey? Like, the oh my fire. god, yo, that jersey, bro! The tiles of the subway, like the different tiles, it, like the different, like <laughs> like they faded together, and then you got the like the NYC like logo, like the the outline, like mixed in like out like, of tiles, bro. It is fire. Yo,
4: that yeah, Adidas did a really like, good job well. this year in general with, you know, a lot of teams excluding, you know, some teams, you know, but I, mm-hmm. feel, like the, I feel like Adidas
1: yeah. did a really
3: good job this year. Like, usually like, they obviously see, show,
1: like,
3: usually we just see, like, Adidas copy and paste kits, like, we still saw it. I think somebody pointed out to me, San Jose's kit this year is actually one of Real Madrid's kits from previous years, which I guess they're still doing, like, yeah, it's still happening. But they did such a better job this year. Like ours, they're not taking that from anybody else. That was crazy original. Mm-hmm. We ha- like we got some good designers, I guess, to work on it with Adidas. Like some like some teams did really good. It has meaning to her. Like
2: the subway tiles, like Yankee staying next to a subway station. And like it just really like I feel like it's meant to like it really like resembles what New York is. Like what's New York mostly known for? Pizza, bats?
3: In the subway yeah i guess <laughs> right. so yeah. yeah that's a good one yeah it's like it's authentic yeah. like it's reminds you of yeah. new york like you look at it like oh wait i know that that's the tiles from the subway like it's it's authentic it's cool it's like it represents us like better way than like our previous jerseys that have just been like blue like i really yeah, like it the,
2: because the previous jersey it's just been like straight like plain blue like plain blue white with like the white collar which and like i feel like those, those jerseys are good but like i feel like they're too basic and i feel like this is like adidas they would really, like upped, it, upped yeah. it up a little bit
3: i don't know if it was adidas or if we got like designers to work on it with adidas but whoever did it like they deserve like a lot of credit like and if they were able to do this now i'm super excited to see what they do with the awaken next year and like in future years like it can only get better
4: you know, we have our kids, you know, so clean and beautiful. And then we have, you know, the Red Bulls. <laughs> bro, somebody, Yo, not so clean and beautiful uh, can on theirs that,
3: it's...
2: Looks like, that looks like a painting that I would have done when I was five. Okay. Like like that's but I was walking by the Adidas store yesterday and they were like promoting the Rebel kit and I was like
3: like why aren't they promoting the NYC kit? It's much more beautiful than the Rebel kit. Bro, it literally looks like somebody slapped some moldy cheese on their shirt. Like, bro, that is nasty. (laughs) 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 Alright,
2: so you
4: guys just want to, you know, talk about Nashville now?
3: Yeah, let's get into the preview. So, guys, first game on Apple TV. We are the first game. I don't think many realize that, but that's pretty sick. Like, we're the opener. Like, most people are going to be watching our game first. Best way to start. Yeah. Everybody's going to look back. Like, they look back at history, like, NYCFC. First game, Apple TV opener. Pretty cool. This,
4: this is an yeah. opportunity to prove everyone wrong.
3: Exactly, versus Nashville. A big team who has the reigning MLS MVP. Who, I would like to say, is actually questionable for the game, which is huge. That
0: is really that huge. Could be, yeah,
3: that, that could be huge for us. Without no. um,
2: Mokhtar, I feel like Nashville, they may struggle. Like, either way, Nashville, they had like, other like talented players but, like missing Mukhtar, like it will like miss, like, uh, like, affect them a lot and benefit us.
1: One of the
4: they, you know, they, you don't. Know, besides Mukhtar, you know, I think you know, a lot of people think, you know, I'd say Mukhtar carried this team a lot, but they still have, you know, pretty, you know, let's say decent players, in my opinion. Um, yeah. 100%. I let, you know, Shaq um, Moore. Shaq Moore. I was about to, Yeah, Shaq Rondo
3: Moore. Ronda Leal. Yeah. Actually, I Leal. think he's their best player besides Mukhtar. Very underrated yeah. player in this league. To be honest, not many people talk about him. Wait, who'd you say? Rondel Leal, the Costa Rican winger. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Yet
4: again. Um. You know. I'm. You know. Just looking at it. They're. B- their biggest signing has been, you know, Fafa Pico from Houston. So they really, you know, um, just looking at you know what they bought in and stuff, they really didn't bring in anyone, you know, noticeable. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, and let's say Mukhtar does play. You know, let's start without like with him not playing. Like, who will they have? A Cam? Not really anything. They'll have maybe Randall all squeeze into there or even Fafa Pico. But up top, who do they have? Sapong and Bunbury. Mumri's been the backup for he's from like New England. He's been team hopping. He's nothing big. He's old. He's just like he's like an MLS filler. Like Will Bruin, these types of guys, he's one of them. And Sapong, I feel he's, like, he's getting older. Like he's good, but he he's not like anything by himself. I feel like the only
2: like key players that they have is in their defense. Walker Zimmerman, Shaq Moore,
3: um, um, I was it? Jack, oh, good. I remember he yeah. Like, yeah, Joe Willis. But something I'd like to add yeah. is we're known for playing like five three at the back offensive, you know. But if we still haven't signed that left center back, then we're gonna start with the four three three. And Nashville plays a three at the back, so if we use the four three three, how are they gonna stop us? Like, we get past their wingbacks and we burn them on defense. We have Thiago Andrade, like, that's it, he gets in behind their wingbacks are high up. Like, and that could be how we win. So, you know, and Joe Willis, he's also getting old and really the only big player in the defense is Zimmerman. You know, he's also a DP and, but someone to look out for on the team, Jack Maher, the other center back, he's also really good and young. I don't want to underestimate Nashville because they're Nashville. Like, as soon as I heard they were coming yeah. back to our conference, I really wasn't happy. Like, they're a good team, like, with Mukhtar, and still pretty good without him. They were really and good. Especially
1: with that, with that home crowd, it's going to be really difficult to perform. As, well, like, you know, like, obviously, we, we perform well either way. But, like, without playing in Yankee Stadium or even City Field, playing in, in Nashville is definitely a toughie.
4: And yeah. we don't have our home opener until, you know, like, you know, after we Two have weeks. Nashville and, and then weeks. we got Chicago next. But, you know, then our home opener against Miami. So we have to wait a few games, you know, to actually, you know, go to our home opener.
2: But, like, I know, I know, like, by the time we go to, like, the, until it's, like, our opener, I know that, like, at that time, our fans will be, like, like, you know, like, like, loud and, like,
4: yeah. I think our stadium announcement will attract, you know, more fans now, I think. You know, because now, you know, we have a soccer-specific stadium, and coming up in 2027, I think, you know, that will bring in, you know, more fans.
3: Definitely, and, uh, you know, something I'd like to add also, um, what was I going to Okay, yeah, so second game, you know, Chicago, we're not, the last two years, if you think about it, we really don't have a good track record with Chicago. No matter how bad they've been, like, the last years, we're just, like, not good against them. Like, we always struggle. We always have, like, that one thing we mess up on, and that's like, ruins the game for us. And our second game, we played them away. I think, like, if, like, you know, first game, Nashville, questionable. Let's say we don't get any points. That's fine. It's Nashville. I don't really want to say anything. But then second game, Chicago away, that has to be a three-point game. Going to a first home game, we need to, like, we can't be going off two losses, one versus Nashville, and one versus a team who's probably not going to make a nine-team playoff. (laughs) <laughs> so going into the first home game we need to have at least three points that's all i'm gonna say
4: and you know it's also um you know not to underestimate it in miami they've really improved a lot but i think you know we could definitely you know i think we you know i think we should expect the result you know
3: at home in mean, Miami, i really don't think we should be losing out of the first three home games, I expect at least six points, three points like minimum, four points. Yeah, let's say nah, four but, points.
2: Four nah, points. Like, remember last, remember last season. Last season, when Miami they had Gonzalo Higuain in the playoffs, we were playing them at home in City Field, and we beat them to nil. And like, so, like, don't forget Pozuelo. Yeah, Pozuelo. They had both of them, and we still managed to beat them to nil. And man, that
3: we all hate. Yeah. He's gone from MLS. Yo. Yeah, he went to Turkey. Went he to Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> I think he signed you the Kanye. I don't know the exact name of the team. Uh what his debut against us? His debut? I have no clue, but I hate it. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but something I'd like to add. Imagine we signed him though. Bro, I I know most fans would hate that. I'm taking Pozwello. I'm sorry. That would have been the sickest signing of all time. Um, oh, For free. I, I, I don't know. Though. I don't know. It's, it's really it's controversial, easy. but like, if we didn't get Stonky like, back and didn't have a cam and we were still in the situation, like, bro, Pozuelo. I know he's yeah, but like, been really horrible yeah, but to us, but come on. you' yeah, like, we can it's, avoid it's, him and he's on your team.
2: It's like if we sign Bradley Wright-Phillips to, to NYCFC. Like, come on. But
3: Bradley Wright-Phillips isn't the best player. Pozzuolo is insane. And we're a team that's known for yeah, like, good tactics and, like, a plan. And imagine Pozzuolo in that. Like, just think about it. Plus, it's
4: not like, you know, it's not like, you know, Miami or Toronto are, like, you know, are really, like, you know, big, big rivals and big, big contenders. So, we you know, signing him would be pretty normal. You know, I don't know.
3: But... In the end, we have Santi, so can't argue. Yeah. Can't say anything. Yeah. Santi. <laughs> so let's, let's get back onto the <laughs> national game. Continue previewing that. So what do we have first? First, uh, Apple TV game. Mukhtar yeah. questionable. Pellegrini potentially playing at 10 because Wadesma and Santi aren't here yet. And we've seen Cushing stress how much he likes play, uh, Pellegrini and he played good at 10 in preseason. Um, So those are, like, the first three, like, points that, like, we have to look at. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, the injury report's not out yet. I I asked, and I was told it's going to be out Thursday. So today is Tuesday, the time of recording. So we don't have it yet. So we can't really, like, review who's available and who's not. But I'm pretty sure everyone's fine and available, hopefully. Most likely. And I was trying to, like, find Nashville's info because they had a presser. And that's where the coach said Mukhtar is questionable, but like I haven't seen anything else except for that. So I w- I wish we had more to talk about about the preview. There's not much to talk about besides mm-hmm. Pellegrini at ten, Mukhtar questionable, being the first game. I mean, we could also say Barraza. This is huge for him. First game, first national. If Mukhtar plays, that's huge. He has a lot to prove in this game. Um, something else. We could. I don't know if we'll see Kufre, but the first game he came in, he he automatically started. So that just says something about him, how good he is, and how highly the staff see of him. So he might start, but who knows? So, you know, there's not much to preview, but it's a big game first in Apple TV. It's just really big for the club to like kick off the season right. So we'll see how it goes. Who already has the Apple TV pass?
2: This I got it for free. I have yeah, a I for from free from T Mobile. Yeah, I got it
4: for free. Yeah. yeah. You for guys free. you guys
3: wanna I'm also you guys wanna give out
4: um you guys wanna give out score
3: predictions? Score predictions. Score predictions. Oh, oh yay, that's not gonna be good.
1: I don't <laughs> know about this one.
3: Um, <laughs> I'm, oh. I'm so Mark Mark, you know this one, right? Like why I stopped doing predictions, right? Do you remember why? Yeah. Yeah. Let me explain exactly. it. Let me explain it. So every time it was like maybe a year and a half ago, I would make predictions, and the exact score would happen, but for the opposite team. And I'm like, you know what? Damn. I'm not doing this ever again. Okay. And I for about like seven games in a row. <laughs> well,
1: there's an easy way to get around that.
3: Like, yeah. Just predict like, the other team to win. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not predicting yeah, just... Nashville winning three one, and then it actually happens. Like, for example. <laughs> 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 like. Um and then as soon as I stopped me? predicting we started winning so you know it's just like a thing I don't think okay. and maybe we should predict just that
2: Sois, don't, pre- don't make any predictions
3: I'll just okay. say NYCFC wins that's all I'm gonna say yeah but okay I don't want to say anything more I just want to say we win that's it
2: I'm gonna say one no
0: a comfortable one no is that with or without okay. Mokhtar playing with,
2: without Mukhtar playing, comfortable, with Mokhtar playing, um, difficult. I mean,
4: not comfortable. Uh, Do I, think we... I think it's going to end like 2, I think 2-1 maybe, because, you know, especially if Mukhtar plays, you know, I, I just think, you know, he's just going to carry on that form. But if you think about it this way, um, the year before... Um, Carlos Hill he was the MVP and I mean last year he really didn't have a good season in my opinion mm-hmm. so I don't know but um, I want to say 2-1
3: win So I mean, yeah
1: I mean for sorry
3: no you go you go you go fine
1: um, so I think you know for the, for the first game of the season for the first ever Apple TV game I think this is like an incredible game to start off with two like incredibly strong sides um, I think it's going to be tough playing away from home, especially in Nashville. And even if Mukhtar is going to play, even if, he, even if he's questionable, even if he's not going to play, it's going to be a really hard game, especially with the crowd. So I think honestly with this game, I'd be happy with, uh, with a 2-2 draw. I could see that. Um, Let's,
3: let's talk about who's going to score. I want to say Tiago Andrade because they play at five at the back. And if he uses his pace correctly, he could beat. The wing back easily, and then that one center back drifted on the side. Who do you guys think will score? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Magno. Magno? I'm gonna go bold. He's I'ma gonna go bold. I'm gonna go. With... I'm gonna go one.
2: bold. He's gonna start out yeah. hot at nine.
3: Think so? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. That'd be a decent and... I
2: think Magno? Magno will score. I think
3: first I think... game of the season. This is big. And versus Nashville, yeah. too. They have a great defense, Nashville. to be honest. Away.
2: Yeah, that's why that's why I'm saying like one nil because like due to like Nashville's defense being strong, that's why I like I feel like we're only gonna get at least like a goal here, due to like obviously like
3: the defense being strong.
2: I, um,
4: totally, and,
3: agree. It, it, I totally agree. i a
4: feeling we might like win a penalty. I don't know why.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like like uh Zimmerman might do something stupid mm, hand hand uh, World Cup. Um, keep on talking about that though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm somewhere in Mexico, so like I don't really care. <laughs> Yo, who, who just said
3: that? <laughs> uh, uh, so I don't know. If Magnum scores, what better way to shush I don't know the haters? Scoring versus Nashville away first game as a nine, bro. But what what's the goal gonna be? Is it gonna be a tap in? Is he gonna like use his like footwork? What's what's he gonna do? Talk to me. I feel like I feel like GP is going to, like, I feel like GP will get the assist.
2: GP, he will come inside. He will find um, Magno, and then
3: Magno will just shoot, and then he will score. Realistic? I like it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, I, think, I,
4: think, no. I think the goal is going to come from a counterattack.
3: Definitely. Because uh, if, if their wingers, wingbacks are up, and they have one center back a bit higher, I don't know. We could capture them. And I feel like Willis, I don't think he's like himself anymore. What is he, 34 going on 35? He's slow. <laughs> he's old, though.
4: I remember yeah. last year, last year, because uh, I know like uh, a few people that, you know, like follow Nashville and they were saying like how they wanted Willis out at one point. Because, you know, he was just not being, you know, playing like he would.
3: Yeah. I really- he's 34 right now. Yeah, I really didn't know if they were going to get someone this year because, I mean, he did have a decent year the last two years. But, like, kind of disrespectful to, like, just sign someone new. Like, just try him out. Like, see what's happening by the summer. But, like, I don't really think he's that good anymore. Like, if we can get, like, some good shots off, like, I don't know. He's, like, I just really hope we don't get stuck and we can't break them down at all. Like, that would be the worst thing, like, to happen yeah okay. I think we didn't really plan this, but I wanna do some like i don't know some betting odds like over under let, okay. let me let me let me list a few for you guys, so braza over under six saves uh, six saves is a lot mukhtar right? there's a reason I said six. Yeah, he could definitely
4: yeah make six saves. It depends, actually, because you know, if... like they, they don't have to be good saves. Like I they mean... can be
3: like scuffed, like bad saves. Like
4: yeah, it can just yeah. be a simple, you know. I think he um, that's a bit tough, you know, because yet again, we're, you know, it's trying... gonna be his like first, perf- like you know, real, real year where you know he wants to prove himself.
2: So it depends. I think uh, I don't know actually. I I
3: feel how say like... how. How many saves did he do against Atlas? First Atlas? There's actually no official stat, which kinda sucks. But if, if I had, if I had to guess, I would say at least five. Five so nice. then the pub,
2: then the yeah, the he can
3: do six. Cause like we're playing a f- if we play four at the back, then we're more exposed, I guess you could say. And we're gonna only gonna play with two, like one CD and one center mid. Like we're a bit more exposed. I feel like is gonna work some magic if he plays. Like, there's no stopping Mukhtar. No matter who you are, Mukhtar is Mukhtar. So I feel like they're going to get a lot of shots. I don't know if we're going to be able to limit shots. So that's why I said, like, over under six. I know it's high, but I mean, it's Nashville.
4: It says, here, it says here that Atlas had seven shots on target.
3: So, I mean, it's zero you goals. So that means seven six. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Um, and, can't. you know, considering they had, you know, a really good front two and, you know, I think, you know, he can do it. I
3: think he can do it. Yeah, seven saves. And, and they were good saves, too. Like, I was watching highlights, like, diving saves. Like, like, he's good. I really don't want people underestimating him because that's all I see on Twitter. Oh, Brazo sucks. Oh, people, people, oh we're going to suck. Like
2: People thought that, like, Matt Chris will start. People think that Matt Freeze will start. And,
3: and like, yeah, like, I boom. see that. I, see, like, I don't says, want people to... Un- Anyone who says he starts, like, I just ignore them. Like, bro, I'm not gonna argue. Same.
2: Yo, yo. Eli Eli said that um Mac will start and I even said and I and I even commented saying that like Baranza will start. And he said that like, Matt is better and, and then I just ignore
4: him.
3: did they just
4: look at his FIFA rating?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you UI know, like lineup predictions were literally taken from Matt Doyle, who has Morales at C D M and Parks at uh, I mean Morales is center mid and parks at C D M. So that should say something to you. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. weird. Like, mm-hmm. that's weird. Eli's predictions they weren't his, they were Matt Doyle's, but like, either way, that's just something you cannot get wrong. How do you have parks at CDM and Morales at Cinnamon? Like, it's, like, it's obvious who's, uh, the, the, who's the CDM. Like, how can you not be paying attention to a team that makes the conference finals for like two years in a row and then the year before yeah. they win a cup? Like, bro,
0: what? Yeah, what? Can I tell you something?
2: Yeah, go. So, so I had a dream two nights ago, and it <laughs> was and it, and it was of the Nashville and game, and it was and I remember Matt Freeze starting in goal, and we lost four one in the opening. I must right, stop be there. Stop sure. talking. Sure, sure, <laughs> yo, sure,
3: yo, sure.
1: That was so, a dream or a nightmare, damn. <laughs>
3: I mm-hmm. think it was a bear. Yeah, rebels that, fan. Like, She's a secret rebels fan. He's never allowed oh, in the no. again. Get him out of here. Oh, bro. <laughs> but, I, I say,
2: I'm, but I'm. I must say. Um. But I must say true to like my one note prediction. Um. But like, I feel like Magno If, if it was not Magno that is, if Magno doesn't score, then I to say GP and he will cut in.
1: Watch. Yeah, hundred percent. With that left foot, gotta be. It's really dangerous. <laughs>
3: something like something I'd like to add bro. GP was going like, like yeah he was stuck in Brazil for a while but like they even had him training with like Bahia which is like really like mature and responsible like he took it like seriously like he was training staying fit like that's why I trust him so much for the upcoming year yeah
4: so do you guys you know what else you guys want to like you know finish this up
3: yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's, let's finish. finish. Let's, let's say one more thing before we go for over-under. I don't want to just mm-hmm. say one. What should we mm-hmm. add? Over-under. Uh, you know, this is a weird one.
0: Over-under. 60 minutes. Kufre. I feel like he'll start with 90. He'll
3: start at 90. No. He's, gonna He's start- not going to get 90. Really- if he starts, he gets at least I- 65. 70. Because, like, we do have good players on the bench for left-back. But, like, I don't know. Let's think, say, think, okay, think, over under 45. Over under 45.
4: Uh, over, uh, over 45.
3: Over, over. You guys think he, like... Yeah. What a, Okay, Elenic, over under 45. Under. Under, think, I think. You think he comes in, I like, 30, 25? Yeah, like, where he's gonna start. Yeah. I guess that's good, yeah. So, guys, thank you for listening to our first ever pod. There was a lot of stuff over mm-hmm. an hour of content we're gonna be back after the national game this pod is gonna be you know as we said in the beginning uploaded once a week it's gonna be good guys just stay tuned and be ready for the future you guys want to add anything no just can't wait Cheers to a good season sir all right it's your
0: city boys we out